This is the Field of Streams Fantasy Baseball Podcast, brought to you by Fangraphs. Hello and welcome to the Field of Streams Podcast for Thursday, September 17th. I'm your host, Dylan Higgins, joined by my co-host, Brad Johnson. Brad, how are you doing this morning? Uh, pretty good, aside from a couple sneezing fits. Uh, seem to be doing fine here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's good. Um, we're looking at games for Thursday, the 17th, and, uh, it's a smaller slate today, especially because there's two day games that we're pretty well gonna ignore. Chicago's, you know, gonna be in Pittsburgh and the A's are in Chicago, but those are at their own weird times and probably aren't gonna fit. But other than that, there's, uh, seven night games that pretty much are gonna fit a slate together. And, uh, yeah, so let's go ahead and, uh, and get into it. Um, starting at Catcher. Uh, I think my favorite, at least off the top, do you like uh, John J. Soap getting Chris Tillman in Tampa Bay? Yeah, I'm, I'm a big fan of John J. Soap in general. I think you've probably noted that. I mm-hmm. mention him whenever I have the opportunity to do so. And yeah, I like him today against uh, Tillman. Uh, it's a solid matchup. Uh, good bet for you know a couple hits, a walk, you know something. Yeah. He's cheap, he'll produce, he'll give you some kind of production. Yeah, and Tillman for a while looked like he was getting his season straightened out. You know, it was so bad to start. You know, like, oh, he's better than this. And it has gone back down recently. Oh, yeah. Uh, these are his earned runs. Looking at his game log, just going back, uh, four, six, seven, four, three, two, five, back to the start of August. It's just, yeah, he's had issues. It's not going well. Uh, giving up Palmer is not striking people out and just in general struggling. So, that could uh, mean good things for Jason, who's hopefully catcher eligible for you and, and not that expensive. Um, I had two other names in these uh, in these seven games. Um, Matt Wieters gets Matt Moore in the same game, um, and I like him against the lefty. And Matt Moore has just not looked good either, which stinks. I want Matt Moore to be good. He had so much potential, but uh, yeah, so far nothing. Um, you like Matt Wieters there too. Yeah, that's one that it's not my favorite. I've kind of stayed away from Weeders a little bit this year. Uh, yeah, just uh, hasn't really gotten back to where I expected him to be. I think. Yeah. And so, it I haven't always liked his matchups. So the price though, pretty cheap. Uh, he he's definitely a power threat. Uh, Park's not really great for power, but he still has enough to put it out if he gets into one. Right. Uh, so yeah, I think he's a viable play tonight. Yeah. Yeah, I like him against lefties, and again, Matt Moore just walking the world, not doing a lot. Um, my last name, Hank Conger, getting Colby mm-hmm. Lewis, and Colby Lewis is certainly you know efficient at times, but uh, Hank Conger is mean on righties, and I think he could be okay. Uh, it's been a crazy series though, uh, and I, I keep mentioning this. All of a sudden, you know what didn't seem like that many races, you know, down to the wire. All of a sudden. Houston and Texas has been nuts, but um, but yeah, do you like Hank Conger? Yes, uh, one of my favorites of the day. Uh, he's a nice uh, power bat against right-handed pitching. He likes fly ball pitchers, which Lewis is one of those. Mm-hmm. That's a good park for power. Everything really lines up for a good day for Conger. Yeah, so so I like Conger. Were there any other catchers you liked? The, the Th- there's American? a there's a few that I like. Uh, Russell Martin's showing some life finally. Yes. he's up against Matt Whistler. Yeah, uh, he's got three homers in his last four starts, uh, two in one game. Uh, it's good to see him hitting palms. Uh, nice to see that the power's back. Uh, mm-hmm. He's dealing with a, a back injury, yeah. and uh, you know, maybe these home runs are a sign that he's starting to feel a little bit better. 
Yeah, uh, I, I think they're going to pick a lot of Blue Jays getting Matt Whistler. Even though there's not a great platoon advantage, the, the Blue Jays are mostly right-handed. But Matt Whistler's just bad, and the Braves' bullpen is bad. Um, and so you might just have to ign- not ignore platoons, but just kind of, you know, pick good hitters against a bad pitcher there in Atlanta on such a small slate. So I yeah. think we'll uh, we'll have some more Blue Jays. Um, any other catchers for you? Uh, other side of that matchup, AJ Pruszynski, uh, usually batting cleanup for the Braves. So. Yeah, but their lineup's not <laughs> terribly productive. But at least he's hitting behind Freddie Freeman. Uh, he might have a shot to drive in some runs against Marco Estrada. Yeah, and he also likes fly ball pitchers. There's not a ton. Um, okay, at first base, um, top of my list actually getting a guy that's a little less obvious, but getting in there. Clint Robinson has been playing uh, in place of Ryan Zimmerman, and he's pretty all right. He seems like one of those kind of quad A first base bats that can probably hit you 20 homers with a full season, you know, nothing special. But uh, he gets Jared Cozart, and Jared Cozart has his flaws. Uh, At times he looks good, but I think he's a guy that they can get runs off of. Are you at all interested in Clinton Robinson? Yeah, he's one of my uh, bargain picks for the day. I do a uh, bargain column on uh, Roto World, and that's one of the... Top guys I listed off today. Uh, yeah. He's something like twenty four, twenty five hundred on Fanduel. Yeah, uh, outfield eligible there rather than first base, but yeah. still a, a good matchup for him. Yeah, as a third outfielder, if you want to go cheap at first, uh, I think he can produce against Jared Cozart. He's just not threatening, and um, the other thing is he's not going to be popular. So you're hoping to, especially in such a small slate, you're trying to avoid getting you know the guy that everybody else has. You know, I think a lot of people are going to go with. Albert Pujols getting Tommy Malone, righty on lefty. And I like that pick, you know, but I think it's going to be a popular kind of thing. Uh, that kind of thing. Um, you have him or do you like CJ Crone? It's like a Pujols, uh, alternative that's righty on lefty. Yeah, I almost like Crone more. He's cheaper on both sites. Actually, 2200 on FanDuel, mm-hmm. uh, 3400 on DraftKings. So not quite as much of a bargain there, yeah. relatively. Yeah. Uh, but Crone's, healthy as opposed to pools who yeah. has this foot problem and it seems like maybe it is affecting his hitting yeah uh, so i do like that they're both guys who hit fly ball pitchers well uh, don't really have big splits either of them and uh yeah i think crone's probably the better of the two picks even though he's uh a little more uh high variance in i general. can see that i can see that yeah it's it's i like both of them i definitely wrote them both down um and tommy malone obviously you're not worried about he's a lefty and not overpowering yeah, he's he's a solid guy. He's kind of like uh, you mentioned Colby Lewis before. Uh, mm-hmm. He's going to work around the strike zone. He's going to induce a lot of fly ball outs, and uh, yeah, most days he's going to be fine. Yeah, he uh, has his good games from time to time, you know. But a good hitter should be able to hit him. I feel like. Yeah, and and the issue for him today is the Angels are so fly ball. Let's put it another way. They like attacking fly ball pitchers. Yes, like everyone in their lineup is has a fly ball split. Uh, looks good. Uh, so, you know, if you get in a short series with them in the playoffs, you want to throw your Dallas Keuchel's against them. Yeah. Uh, but for today with Tommy Malone, uh, he's going to have a tough uh, challenge. Yep. Um, I also at first base went with, uh, Chris Davis gets bent more. And I've been mentioning this lately a lot that, uh, Chris Davis, of course, prefers righties, but I don't think you have to avoid lefties with him. And I think that makes him a little bit of a sneaky pick at times when he gets a bad lefty. I would not hesitate to take him uh, against Matt Moore. Matt Moore is bad enough, and Chris Davis can can hit him. Would you say so? 
Yeah, and I'd handicap more at a, somewhere around four plus innings today. So yeah. you're still looking at about half a game of him. Yeah. Uh, he's, I, I saw him uh, a couple times in Durham and his command's not there. He doesn't have any kind of off speed stuff that he can use reliably. Yeah. And it's letting major league hitters sit on his fastball and they're hammering it. Yeah. Are you at all interested in Matt Moore like as the sleeper next year, hoping that the control yeah. returns a bit? Yeah, you can, I'd, I'd look at him as, a like very last round pick in a standard right. mixed league, yeah, uh, like a deeper twelve team format even. Yeah, uh, I, I think he's somebody you can watch on the waiver wire, and mm-hmm. his name value might get him drawn up into like twentieth or eighteenth round even yeah. uh, by somebody, and that's not a place where I pay for him. Nope, but I like him. It's a late round flyer just in case because you know guys returning from surgery, the control can yeah. take a while, and he has. Crazy talent, you know. Not a guy I think will do well, but has a high ceiling if he strings it out. So, I don't know. I have a soft spot for, for Matt Moore. <laughs> Keep an eye on him. Um, at first base still, uh, Prince Fielder and Mitch Moreland get Lance McCullers. I like Lance McCullers, though. I think they're decent hitters, but I, I also, I mean, when we get to pitching, I'm going to consider McCullers going to Texas. I just, I think he's been underrated. He's had one or two bad starts, and otherwise it's been pretty solid. But, uh... I don't know. You think Fielder and Moreland would be okay though against him? Yeah, they're they're solid picks. Yeah. Uh, there's no not that a uh, big juicy hook like a nice fly ball split or anything yeah. like that to really recommend them. Uh, but you don't always need that. Uh, yeah. I, I think we get a little too focused on uh, finding these big splits sometimes when you just you know need a solid matchup sometimes. Right. The right the, day of luck. The the right draw there might be um, just that the Rangers have been so hot. I don't know that that would be my reasoning for making a pick, but you could go with that. They have been hot. They've been hitting. Um, they've been doing okay. Uh, my last one, Adam Lind getting John Lackey. And John Lackey's pretty all right, but Adam Lind's just good against righties. And I wouldn't have a big problem with that, would you? Nope, not at all. Were there any first basemen you had that I didn't get to? Uh, we could probably mention Evan Gaddis, uh, first baseman on DraftKings, catcher on FanDuel. Yeah. Uh, similar story to Conger. He hits well against fly ball pitchers. He's going to be facing Colby Lewis. Uh, yeah. It's, it's a solid matchup for him. Yeah, that wouldn't be bad either. All right, uh, on to second base. I did okay at second base today. I don't always, but uh, I saw a, a good list. Um, D. Gordon gets Tanner Roark. Uh, we bring up D. Gordon when he gets a okay righty. He should be fine, right? No reason not to take a gamble on D. Gordon today. Yep, it's the standard recommendation. You're looking for some stolen bases. Yep. Uh, he, he gets caught a little more often than I'd like to see for someone with his speed. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, he, he can still swipe two or three in a game when he's lucky. And he even hit a home run the other day. Yeah, he, he can put up points. Um, Jason Kipnis gets Jordana Ventura, who I am not that worried about. Are you? Jason Kipnis can do fine. I think Jason Kipnis can do fine. Uh, Ventura's uh, looking pretty solid lately. Uh, he had that really nice run uh, a couple starts ago for about four starts. Mm-hmm. Uh, the last two have been a little shakier, uh, but still looking pretty sharp. Uh, he's turned a corner in a season at least uh, at, at a time that's uh, fortuitous for the Royals. Uh, yeah. They're uh, falling apart in other areas, specifically the bullpen, but at least they're... Uh, uh, Ventura could step in, maybe take over for Johnny Cueto, who's also not pitching well. Yeah, it's kind of weird to see their bullpen all of a sudden becoming, you know, not as rock solid as, as you expect. Um, I wrote another guy, uh, Logan Forsyth. We've rode all year against lefties. He's been awesome. He has a 
992 OPS against lefties. That's outstanding. It's almost a must pick against lefties. Um, but it's been a bit of a breakout season. 728 OPS against righties. It's not good, but, uh, it's okay. And he gets Chris Tillman, who, like I said, has just been kind of a disaster. If you're trying to get sneaky, trying to get creative, would you consider him against the righty and Tillman, who's been so bad? Yeah, if you're trying to build a race stack, I think Forsyth's probably part of that. Yeah. I, I, Tillman's one of the guys I talked about on the Daily Grind today, and yeah. I guess we'll get to him a little bit more later. But he's interesting in that he's pitched poorly lately. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's also against a raise offense that doesn't hit righties. And yeah. it's a Tropicana field. That's basically it's what happened. As I looked at the raise lineup and I was like, I want to take advantage of Chris Tillman. He's been so bad. And I was like, where do I go in this raise lineup? Cause there isn't a lot. Um, looking at the splits for Forsyth, he's still getting on base against righties, 356 on base. Um, but it's slugging, just no power against mm-hmm. righties. Uh, 372 slugging against righties. 622 slugging against lefties. He's just pounding the ball against lefties. Um, but yeah, still gonna get on base. Could, could drive in some runs a little bit there and, and score some runs. So, I don't know. I don't love it, but I just, I'm kind of in a Chris Davis way. Very different, but in a Chris Davis way. Like, hey, he's still an option there. You know, he's not a lefty only guy. So, I wanna bring that up. Not a favorite or anything. Uh, another guy I'm bringing up is, uh, Jonathan Scope, who I brought up before, just because he gets a, a righty, and he's right-handed, and he usually prefers that, but, um, I think he should be okay, even with platoon advantage, obviously, don't you? Getting Matt more. Yeah, I, I do think he's a good pick against Moore today. Uh, yeah. He's always a, a two-home run threat, uh, just a, a lot of latent power, uh, kind mm-hmm. of a Adam Jones light. Uh, so he's definitely a solid pick tonight. Uh, the the issue with that profile against Moore, patience is going to be one yeah. of the keys to really defeating him. So he's yeah. got to pick out the right pitches. It's a guy who issues a lot of walks pitching to a guy who refuses to take a walk. So right. there might be some out-of-the-strike-zone struggles. So who knows? Uh, I don't know. I, I just I like Jonathan Scope. He's showing reliable power for that at second base. Um, I also have Rugnet Odor getting McCullers, same with, uh, Fielder and Moreland. Like, he could be fine, but it's not a great pitcher to take advantage of, but he's a good enough hitter. It could be okay. Um, Colton Wong gets Jimmy Nelson, another one where pretty good hitter, pretty okay pitcher. I mean, you're not threatened by Jimmy Nelson, right? No, no, not at all. Uh, yeah. Sim seems to think that he's gone too poorly today. Yeah. Uh, I, I wasn't thinking that he'd be uh, an automatic loss or anything uh, going into today, but he's not too intimidating. Yeah. Uh, Colton Long will be fine if you want to go Cardinal snack. And then Mm -hmm. finally, uh, Twins get a lefty that makes it Brian Dozier time. He gets Hector Santiago. I like Hector Santiago. I always have. I think he's pretty capable. But, uh, I mean, Brian Dozier is just insane against lefties, and you have to mention him, so... If you want to build a small twin stack against, uh, against the Angels, against Brian Dozier, or pardon me, against Hector Santiago, I don't think you're crazy at all. Um, would you consider Brian Dozier? Yeah, uh, anytime he's against the lefty, and yeah. Santiago's kind of fading, so yeah. it's not like you're running into a hot pitcher. Yeah. Um, okay, uh, I'm gonna start at third base. Um, again, going back to those Blue Jays getting Matt Whistler. Josh Donaldson prefers lefties, and he prefers to hit at home, but there's no reason he can't hit Matt Whistler in Atlanta, right? No, no, not at all. He should be just fine tonight. Yeah. Uh, you're going to pay out the nose for him, but yeah, uh, yeah, if you can afford him, he's a nice pick. 
Matt Wilson's been really bad, and that Braves bullpen is a mess, so go nuts, I say. Um, while continuing to look for raised righties against Chris Tillman, Evan Longoria also prefers lefties, also talented enough to hit him, right? Yeah, I'd say so. Uh, Longoria's really turned into a, uh, an odd hitter this year. Uh, mm-hmm. Just, uh, that the splits have driven really far apart. Uh, yeah. In past seasons, he's been good against lefties and also good against righties, uh, mm-hmm. and it's been a smaller separation. This year, it's, he kills lefties, he's kind of disappeared against righties. Yeah, it's frustrating. I, yeah, I don't love it, but I just, I want to pick against Chris Tillman so badly, I feel like. Uh, so I, I think there's something to be had there, hopefully. Um, how about, again, the opposite side? I, I'm picking on Tillman, I'm picking on Matt Moore. I think there's runs to be had here. Manny Machado against Matt Moore, righty and lefty. Mm-hmm. You don't see a problem with that. Yeah, I like that a lot. Uh, unlike Scope, Machado has plate patience. He's gonna yes. do just fine against Moore. Yes, yes. Um, Matt Carpenter gets Jimmy Nelson. Also, just like Colton Wong, I think there's, anytime the Cardinals get a modest righty, it should be fine, right? Yeah, I love the Carpenter matchup tonight. It's one of my favorite of the day. Yeah, he's been showing power, and that's been nice this year, for sure. Uh, if you want to go Trevor Plouffe or Miguel Sano against Santiago, like I said, he's, he's fading, and you can pair him with Dozier. You know, there's a stack to be had there. Um, really, it's such a small slate. I feel like you're trying to pick which team and which small stack to go with. And I think yeah. one of your options is definitely Minnesota. One of them is St. Louis. One of them is, you know, Tampa Bay or Baltimore. You know, and you can try to go Toronto. It's going to be more expensive, but there are places to go. And uh, and that's one of them. Trevor Plouffe is cheaper, obviously, but Sunil could certainly pound a lefty. And then finally, uh, still... Um, with the Angels also a little bit trying to get Tommy Malone. David Freeze likes to hit lefties, and he's not exciting, but that is where he's, you know, useful. Would you consider him against Tommy Malone? Yeah, I'd give him a thought. Yeah. Uh, one caveat is there's some better guys, I think, uh, mm-hmm. around the same price tag today. Yeah. Uh, so that's uh, something to keep in mind. Yeah. Was, for such a small slate, I was surprised how much I liked at third base. There's places to go. Um, and did you have anybody at third base I missed? Uh, one that we probably have also mentioned at second base, uh, he's eligible, eligible at third in DraftKings too, uh, Anthony Rendon up against Jared Cozart. Sure, yeah. He's looking very good lately. Yeah, it's righty on righty, but he's talented enough to make a difference. It shouldn't matter. Too bad. Um, I do like him. I've always liked him. He definitely burned me in one league this year. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, I, he has the talent to be pretty good at the plate. Um... All right, shortstop, I had four names. Shortstop was not as easy as usual. I'm going to start with Johnny Peralta. Uh, still a pick. Uh, he's cooled <laughs> off a little bit, but um, Cardinal stack is Jimmy Nelson in the uh, Brewers bullpen. Could be fine there. Um, also get out of the way, Carlos Correa gets Colby Lewis. He's just one of the most talented shortstops at the plate. And uh, it's righty on righty, but you can pick on Lewis, right? Yeah, you get, definitely can, and Correa likes those fly ball pitchers. Yep, he can be fine. Alright, uh, Francisco Lindor gets Ventura, who's not been, I, I, I don't love the matchup. You know, you, you're right, it's been hotter lately. I'm not that worried about him, but it's also the bullpen who's been a little bit shaky. It's an option, uh, and, and he's hitting for a good average, but he's not like blowing up, you know, pitchers or anything. Would you consider Lindor? Yeah, I, I like him a lot today. Uh, the price is a little bit hard to uh, factor in just because uh, you know, he's more of a, a solid pick rather than a, 
someone who's going to give you a ton of production most days. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I do like the situation for him today, though. I think, uh, you know, of all the Indians hitters, I feel as confident of him as, you know, Henny against Ventura. Uh, we've talked about before, they have that top of the lineup that's just, you know, really sharp, and then it tails off into nothingness. Yeah. Yeah. So Lindor could, you know, and it's, it's shortstop on a small day. It's hard to find someone. Uh, he could be okay. Last one, if I'm digging real deep, if I want to punt at shortstop and on such a small slate, you could do it. Uh, would you consider Ryan Goins just as part of that Blue Jays lineup getting Matt Whistler? Yeah, I'd give Goins a shot. Uh, it's just a matter of uh, his eligibility. I know he's shortstop on uh, DraftKings, so mm-hmm. at least you can use him there. It's where he's been playing, but you know you don't know where they're going to put him. might be second base, but... It's definitely a punt. He's been better than, you know, people expected. He's been better than he's been in the past. He's still not good, you know. <laughs> but uh he has a pulse, and he's going to play in the Blue Jays lineup against the Braves, and that inherently gives him a chance to hit with guys on base or get knocked in if he reaches base. So not a crazy punt. And he's been better than you think, which is not to say he's been good. He's just, you know, he hasn't been in zero. I always thought of him as a zero. I thought of him as all glove and he's, he's been right. in a little bit. Um, yeah. and again, all you want much more patient. Yeah. You just want him to get on base in that lineup. I don't need him to hit home runs, you know, especially as a punt. So that's a, an option at, at a position like shortstop. Um, did you have any other guys that I missed that you would consider? Eric Ibar is also a punt option. Yeah. Um, not doing too much this season at all, but uh, generally likes fly ball pitchers and lefties, so uh, yeah. solid matchup against Malone. Yep, he would be okay. It's a tough day at shortstop, for sure, yeah. which is why it might be all right to punt. Or, or if you want to pay for Correa or Johnny Peralta, it's fine. Um, all right, to the outfield, uh, Bryce Harper gets Jared Cozart, and if you've punted at shortstop or elsewhere, go nuts, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Harper's uh, one of the top plays today. Yep. I'd also give strong consideration to Jason Worth, who's very hot as well. Yes. Uh, both guys uh, looking very good right now. Jason Worth turning things around. Uh, prefers lefties, but can do just fine against righties. He's, he's trying to make up for his almost lost season, I feel like. Right. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah that, that's an option. Um, I like Christian Yelich getting Tanner Roark, and Matt always insists we mention Derek Dietrich, who can be an option at second base, probably an outfielder in most formats at this point. But uh, he likes Derek Dietrich, and I can't really argue. Do you like him? Yeah, and he's a third baseman on uh, FanDuel. Huh? Uh, so there's a range of position eligibility depending on which platform you're using. Yeah, uh, I like him. You, you know, it's Tanner Roark. It's nothing special, and it's a... Uh... A Nationals bullpen that hasn't been that crazy good. Like most of the team, you know, they've been disappointing all over the place. So yeah. he could be okay there. Um, it's a fun Drew Storen story too. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's just, I feel bad for him. You know, losing yeah. his closest job. It, it, and How can you not? He was having a great season there. Like, okay, we're going to replace you. <laughs> yeah, uh, I can understand his frustration. Uh, Michael Brantley gets Giordano. Again, if you want to pick the top of that Cleveland lineup, the part that's good. I could see them uh, driving each other in, and he's always a, a good hitter. Um, don't love it. Not a slam dunk, but but capable. You know, again, pick pick one of these stacks uh, that you think is going to do well today, and, and that could be one of them. Uh, ben Revere would be a part of the Blue Jays lineup going against Matt Whistler that I'd be interested in. Uh, relatively affordable. He's at the top, and if they're going to score a bunch of runs, he could be a catalyst, wouldn't you say? Yeah, yeah. If you're trying to find Blue Jays who aren't... Uh... You know, someone like Jose Batista mm-hmm. reveres a, a solid alternative. Yep. Uh, I would consider Batista, though, wouldn't you? 
Yeah, yeah. The only drawback is his price. Uh, yeah. That's not that disheartening. <laughs> yeah, uh, he should do just fine against Atlanta again. Matt Wilson's done special in that bullpen's a mess. There's runs to be had, and he's going to produce. So feel free to spend full money on Bautista. Um, I also had Steven Souza getting Chris Tillman because again, I'm just looking for anybody in the Rays lineup against Chris Tillman, and I have a soft spot for Steven Souza. He prefers lefties by far, um, but he he doesn't hit for a great average, but he hits home runs and he steals bases. Um, the outfield's kind of a mix, so you got to check what's going on platoon-wise, but as long as he gets in the lineup, I'm a Steven Souza guy. Are you? Yeah, you, you know, Souza's a guy who I really liked going into the season and uh, kind of cooled on him a bit, but I could see using him tonight against Tillman. Yeah, Tillman's just been so bad. Yeah, that's the, the top picks in my outfielder. Is there anybody else there that you like? They you uh, had your eye. Yeah, there's a, a couple Angels and a couple Astros that I okay. like. Uh, you know, high price guys. Mike Trout mm-hmm. uh, obviously would be a big one. He's uh, hit some home runs over the last ten days, so that's a, a nice sign uh, yeah. with regard to his uh, injured wrist and any other rumors of injury. Mm-hmm. Um, there's uh, if you're not afraid of using a lefty against Malone, there's Cole Calhoun who doesn't really have platoon splits. Yeah, he's been uh, a lot better. Yeah, he also likes flyball pitchers, part of that big stack of flyball mashers, and, you know, bats near the top of the lineup. That's another good play to put in there, and uh, should be a little bit less popular with the uh, lefty-on-lefty tonight. Yeah, yep. I could see that for sure. Calhoun, yeah, his splits have evened out, you know, kind of worried about him before, struggling with fellow lefties, but he'll be fine against Tommy Malone, I think. Yep. yep, and then uh, George Springer uh, loves flyball pitchers. Uh, OPS over a thousand against them in his career. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, not a huge sample from him yet for that number, but still, uh, so far so good. Uh, nice park for power in Texas. Yep. Uh, this is a guy who can be beaten. Uh, so I, I like that matchup a lot as well. Yep, I uh, usually I I think I like that you think flyball ground ball a lot because I think lefty righty a lot, and that's a, a bit deeper and a little bit more specific. Um, so I think that's helpful because I usually think of liking him against, uh, lefties, you know, mm-hmm. but yeah, he's very um, good against lefties as well. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, I think that'd be good. You could also go with some Cardinals, I suppose, getting Jeremy Nelson. Oh, yeah. The Cardinals outfield is always capable, you know, Jason Hayward, Stephen Piscotti, you know, is a righty on righty, but that's fine, uh, for him. Uh, I don't know. The, the Cardinals are almost always an option. Uh, yeah. Anybody else for you? Uh, I, I guess I'll mention uh, Chris Davis, and if you're going that direction, Ryan Braun too, sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, Davis in particular has been hot and hitting a lot of home runs in the second half. Uh, that's what you'd be looking for tonight in Milwaukee against John Lackey. Uh, not my favorite matchup for him, but uh, he hasn't shown himself to be too matchup prone lately. Yeah, on a, on a small slate, uh, he could be okay. Um, and then let's get into these pitchers. We've named a lot to pick on, but we got to pick some that we might maybe back and go with. Kirk uh, <laughs> Luber's back and ready to go against Kansas City, though. Not a great matchup for him, right? Yeah, I don't really like Kluber tonight uh, for two reasons. Uh, there's his price. Uh, he's about 3000 more than the next guy on both sites. Mm-hmm. And that that would be Lance McCullers, who I'm not too enamored with either. Yeah. Uh, but He's also returning from the injury, and I don't know just how long uh, the Indians are really going to let him go. Uh, usually right. they cut him loose, and he can throw eight or nine innings. That makes him one of the best pitchers of the day, yeah. just because he can work that deep, and most pitchers can't. Right. 
and it's a lineup that can wear them out, you know? Yeah. That's not a good matchup, especially for a guy on a pitch count. So I wouldn't say he's worth that price either. He could have a good day. I don't doubt that. I don't know that he's worth the price, though. Too many questions. Um, I like Marco Estrada going to Atlanta, do you? Yeah, that's one that I think uh, the Blue Jays' offense will power him to a win. Yeah. Uh, you, you shouldn't have to worry too much about Whistler holding them off. Yeah. Uh, it can happen. It's baseball. You know, everything's possible. Sure. Uh, but uh, Estrada should take home a victory. I'm a little concerned that it will be won't be a quality start. Yeah. But that's the only real drawback, and the Atlanta offense still isn't that scary. They just have a couple guys who can do a little damage against him. Yeah, they're pretty punchless. I like that matchup for him. Um, I think you're going to get the best out of him. I don't think the best out of him is eight scoreless innings, really, but I think you could get... Six innings, one run, you know, if things go real right. Uh, and I agree, gonna be a good win for him too. So, uh, kind of a safe pick there, I think, but, but I like it. Um, you mentioned Lance McCullers. I really like Lance McCullers. I don't really like the matchup for him. It's not great, but I like him as a pitcher, you know, he's becoming a, I wouldn't say matchup proof, but a guy that I'm starting just about every time out. Uh, not necessarily in DFS. Uh, you know, you want to try and find something a little more juicy. But he's somebody I trust and to, to not have a disaster outing. So that makes him an option. Um, we picked a lot of guys against Colby Lewis. Would you consider him against the Astros as a fade or a deeper pick? Yeah, I'd consider him. He's, yeah. I mentioned him and Nolan both, uh, guys who can have good outings despite yeah. mediocre stuff. Uh, usually pretty reliable pitchers and, uh, yeah, that can, uh, you can go for them tonight. Uh, you're looking at a pretty low ceiling, uh, and, Given their matchups, the floor isn't as high as it usually is. Yeah. And again, on the small slate, I think you want to be creative and try and, I don't know, pick something that uh, most people aren't going to pick, you know? Because if, mm-hmm. if you win on the back of Kluber, a lot of people probably did too, you know? So trying to, to pick something like that could get you a lot of points where other people didn't have them. Um, John Lackey getting Milwaukee. John Lackey's not exciting, but Milwaukee is not full of great hitters right now, and he could do fine, right? Yeah, uh, that's Saberson's pick for tonight. Yeah. Uh, likes him more than Kluber, even. Uh, Kluber has better projections, but he's less likely to win because of his matchup with Ventura. Yeah. Uh, Saberson doesn't think much of Jimmy Nelson as the issue. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I didn't write down Ventura. Would you consider him, considering he's been good? Y- you know, if I'm... Sticking away from Kluber, it's worth a shot. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's as much upside with him as any other pitcher tonight. Yeah. Uh, if you're going to hope that someone could go seven innings, give you ten strikeouts, uh, Ventura is one of you know three or four guys who can do it. Yeah. Again, I'm not usually a Ventura guy, but I'm willing to recognize that you know he, he has that potential. Uh, last start, five strikeouts. Start before that, eight. And then the two before that, he had 11. Twice in a row. So he definitely has strikeout potential uh, on, on a short day. Uh, last two names I had. Uh, I had Jimmy Nelson against the Cardinals. I like Jimmy Nelson okay, and I don't think the Cardinals are that scary. But like you said, Saber Sims not nuts about that, huh? Yeah. And I, I'm not as down on Nelson as Saber Sim. I think he's a solid pitcher. When his curveball's working well, he can shut down just about anybody. Yeah. Uh, it's just a matter of uh, it, it's not always there for him. Yep, and not a bunch of strikeouts either. Okay, okay amount of strikeouts, but not a ton. He doesn't go that deep. Um, and the other one, I know I picked uh, some Twins against him, and they're okay against lefties. I like Hector Santiago enough to, to shut down the Twins or have a chance of doing it, right? Yeah, and 
you know, if you're picking on the Angels' offense against Malone, then you're counting on them to beat him anyhow. Yeah. Uh, so I could consider using Santiago in that situation. Uh, yeah, that'll be easier to set up in DraftKings, where it lets you uh, pick more than four players from one team. <laughs> That's true. Um, okay, were there any pitchers that you had that I missed? You're not going near Tillman or Moore, obviously. You know, I was gonna, I was gonna bring up Tillman. Okay. Uh, he's very cheap today, very yes. risky, probably going to pitch poorly. Yes. Of all the pitchers out there today though, he's one of the guys who, if he's pitching well, he'll be allowed to throw nine innings. Yeah. You know, and the Orioles let you go if you're pitching well, and he could beat the Rays. They don't have an offense against righties. It yep. could be one of those days where he just shuts them down. Yep, this is has the makings of one of those starts out of nowhere where you're like, where'd that come from? But yep. you're right. I mean, I was scrambling to find Ray's righties to, to hit, you know, or Ray's to, that can hit a righty, and there aren't many, you know. So you're right. You'd be crazy, but you're not <laughs> that crazy. Did you see Julio Tehran went like five and two-thirds, two runs the other day? Uh, yeah, I was going to bring him up when he said crazy. Yeah. It's uh, the Julio Tehran pick of the day. <laughs> Julio Tehran did about what we thought he would. You know, he didn't win, but the Braves won. You know, he kept them in check, but you were right. I was right that he wasn't going to get blown up and could be okay, and you were right that you were like, yeah, if he does that, though, the ceiling's not that high. You know, he didn't get you a ton of points, but he still did right. better than you thought he was going to. Uh Yeah, so the crazy pick for the day might be Chris Tillman. I like that, you know. That he's been a disaster, but that's a good matchup for him, actually. You know, what, what seemingly seems bad. So, yeah, uh, I would consider that in a real deep format. Could make you some money. Um, any other uh, pitchers for you? I think we're pretty well covered what's out there today. Uh, yeah. yeah. Going back to McCullers, I, I do agree with you. Uh, more of a, a general fantasy pick for me than a DFS mm-hmm. guy, just because he doesn't pitch deep into games most of the time. Yeah. Uh, and he still costs a lot, even though... He doesn't pitch deep, so uh, yeah. not likely to get a win, uh, just because yeah. he's probably five plus innings. Estrada might be my favorite today, unless you're going for a GPP and trying to hit the jackpot. But yeah. I, I see him as being a, a safe producer. It can probably get a win and could do okay. Again, I just don't see much from the Braves. So that might be my favorite if you don't want to spend more. Or, and Lackey's pretty safe, too. Lackey's so boring, but I think he'll be fine. Um, okay. Well, that should about do it for us. Uh, Brad, you got anything else before we get out of here? Uh, I think that about covers it for me. Okay. Brad is on Twitter at baseball a team and he is writing about fantasy baseball everywhere, including BFS. He's a good follow. Uh, head on over there, follow him. I'm on Twitter at Higgins FOS and always love to hear from you guys based on, uh, podcast stuff or just general, you know, fantasy stuff. Uh, we like to stay active. We like to get back to you guys. So feel free to holler at us. That should amount to it for us. Uh, for Brad, I'm Dylan. I'll be back with Matt tomorrow. And until then, uh, good luck with your stats. We'll see you then. Thank you for listening to the Field of Streams podcast. For more fantasy baseball analysis, visit fangraphs.com slash fantasy or follow us on Twitter at Rotographs.